Kathy, that story never gets old. Isn't that great? It is. We, we were thinking through, praying through, planning through what it would look like in January and February as we came together as a congregation. And, and oftentimes when you hit year end and look into a new year, of course what we talk about is resolutions, right? What are we going to do in this coming year? The challenge with resolutions is that very often they kind of evaporate. In fact, by this point in the new year, most people's New Year's resolutions have, have just, they've gone by the wayside. What we wanted to ask you, what, what we ask ourselves is, what do we want to become? We want to become all that God would, would have us be, right? And clearly, we, we want that to be more and more like Jesus as we live day by day. But, but how do we do that? What does that really look like for us? During the course of, of these messages, we've talked about several different things. One of them was that the best way is to think about the end. Where is it that you want to be? What does that look like? When we want to become something, it helps to kind of have an image of that, right? To have something that we can visualize. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is what I want it to look like. And so I hope this morning, as we talk about what we want to become, as we desire to have a heart more like Jesus, a heart that, that longs for God, I hope that we can picture ourselves at that point what would that look like James tells us that it is important in our walk of faith in in just life in general for our yes to be yes and that is that is that we would actually be who we say we are that we would do what we say we're going to do I don't know about you but but if somebody tells me they're going to do something I like to have an assurance that's going to happen, right? I mean, the people that say, I'm going to do that, and they don't do that, that that's, that's disappointing. But how is it, how can we make our yes, yes? How is it that we can actually do the things that we talk about, that we can actually make that, that desire to become a reality? That's where we are today. As we talk about it, as we, as we look at it, it is, it's, a, it's a matter really of, of deciding that we will commit to our priorities. What are your priorities? What are the things that really matter to you? The, the challenge oftentimes is that what we call our priorities, what we might tell our friends our priorities are, what we might tell our family our priorities are, they're not reflective of our life. And what I would encourage you to do is find someone that will help you be accountable. Somebody that you can say, you know, these are what my priorities are. And that would be honest enough to say to you, I don't see it. Really? Those are your priorities? Well, if you want to get there, maybe you should adjust your plans. Maybe adjust your life. It's easy to talk about priorities but an entirely different thing to live into it. How do we live into and reflect what our priorities are? To do that, to do that, it's kind of what we're talking about today. How do we, how do we unlayer that? In, 
in the, the bumper sticker language of a couple decades ago, it would be, you know, if you're going to talk the talk, what do you need to do? Walk the walk. You know, it's more than just talking about it. It's actually doing it. How do we walk the walk? How do we prepare to become what we want to become? We visualize what it is at the end, and then we take those steps in order to make that a reality. We, we make that plan, if you will. And today, as a backdrop, as, as even kind of a framework for that, I want us to go to the book of James. Because James, James talks to us about having an authentic faith. I think oftentimes our challenge is that, that we talk about an authentic faith, and we're really not sure what it looks like. I mean, we, we have people that say this is what a Christian looks like. We, we have other folks. I mean, if you went from church to church today, you might find some very different definitions of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. What I want us to do is go back to Scripture, and, and I want us to start in the book of James today because James is an absolute no-nonsense theologian. He understands his desire is to be more like Jesus. And to do that, he, he doesn't need to have some secret handshake. He doesn't have to have some kind of behind-the-scenes understanding. He just needs to do what Jesus did. He just needs to live like Jesus lived. And he tries to teach like Jesus taught. It's no-nonsense stuff. It seems, it seems kind of like common sense, right? Well, I hope that you can hear the common sense today in what James is saying in this third chapter. He says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, don't boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom doesn't come down from heaven, but it is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes down from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Wow. James makes it simple. He uses, he uses illustrations that, that people connect with. That was Jesus' teaching style. He used illustrations people could connect with. Now, you and I may read through the New Testament and we don't just kind of jump at all of those illustrations because we're a little bit removed from that agrarian society. But the point was using, using things that people related to. 
That's what James is doing today. He's taking things that would be obvious, something that would be so clearly seen that you couldn't miss it. When he talks about a spring of fresh water, what comes from a spring of fresh water? Fresh water. What comes from a salt water spring? Salt water. Can it just turn itself on and off? The answer is, of course, no, it can't. I mean, it either is going to be a freshwater spring or it's going to be a saltwater spring. He says, just in common sense, can a fig tree bear olives? Undoubtedly, there's a horticulturalist out there right now saying, well, of course they can. We graft one on. No. I mean, you, you could create something. But, but in reality, fig trees bear figs. Olive trees bear olives. Nary does the twine And then he takes us to that next step. And he says, if, we, if we're saying good things in one breath and ungodly things in the next breath, should that happen? Well, of course the answer is no, right? It's no. Now, I, I stand before you today telling you I don't have this all right myself. I don't. I don't. It's... It's one of those things that we work at. It's a, it's a work in progress. And I would encourage you, I would encourage you, get somebody to help you be accountable in that. Somebody that will actually call you on the carpet. That, that person in my life is Carol. Carol. Carol will call me on the carpet in a heartbeat. And that's helpful. It's helpful to know. As we desire to become something, it is, it is powerful to have someone that will help us. That will be that encouragement in our life. James calls us to a real heart check. He says, if this is the way you want to be, consistency matters. If this is the life that you want to live, here's how you do it. You become what you say you are by actually doing what you say you'll do. So if you say it, make it so. If you desire it, this is how it's going to happen. But it starts here. It comes to here because your thought process in that matters. And then it begins to live itself out. It's about what you and I might call integrity. Something I fear is dwindling away in our culture. But integrity integrity matters. It says, it says that I will be who I say I am. I will do my best to do the things that I say that I'm going to do. And when I don't, and when I fall short, and it will happen, I am going to apologize. I'm going to own it, and I'm going to do something different about it. So how do we practically do that? I mean, that's the really important part really important part of this message is that I can take something home today that we have talked about. I can take something home and impart it into my life, live differently that I might become that which I want to become. How do I do that? My friends, our actions reflect our priorities. They just do. And so if, if we want if we want to have different actions, we, we need to adjust our priorities, right? 
What are the priorities in your life and how do you do that? Where does that start? It starts with our whole thought process. The way we think, it, it directs our life, the things that we're thinking about. That's why Jesus says, you know, it, it's easy to say, well, I've never done or whatever. Jesus says, if, if you think it, you've done it. That's, that's kind of harsh, right? I mean, if it passes through your mind, you know, Jesus says you might as well have done it. Now, now don't get me wrong. Don't go out and do some of the things you think about. But change the way you think. I, I use the example often. You know, we, 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 in order to affect our thought process, it, it matters what we put into our life, what we put into our heart. The more good stuff we put in, it'll push the bad stuff out. And, and I use as an example, take, take a clear water glass and pour a third of it full of black coffee. Now, that's just going to be dark coffee, right? So if you pour a third of it again in with clear water, it's not going to be clear water, right? It's still going to be kind of murky, but it's not the, the dark coffee. And if you pour another third in, it starts to clear up. And the more good you pour in, guess what? The clearer it gets. And eventually, eventually, it will become clear. Now, this side of heaven, we may never get the glass clear, but our task is the same. It is to bring that kind of clarity. Once we start to have different thoughts, it changes the way we act. And as we, as we have those, those better thoughts, then we have those better actions, and actions speak, they speak louder than words. They do. They really do. That's why mission work really matters. You know, you can stand on the street corner and shout at the clouds. But when you actually do something to make a difference, when you actually do something that reflects the love of Jesus, I promise you, you'll catch people's attention in a way that starts to make a difference. That's our task. Our task is to have our actions reflect our heart, reflect our thoughts in ways that people are drawn into that kind of relationship with God. Thoughts lead to actions. You know what actions lead to? Habits. Habits. Wouldn't it be great if what we want to become, we didn't have to think about it every single moment of every single day. This is what I want to do. I have to think about doing the right thing because if I don't think about doing the right thing, I'll do the wrong thing. That's pouring more and more water into the glass. It becomes a habit. It doesn't become something that we have to think about every single moment. It becomes who we are. As we become more like Jesus, it doesn't have to be that constant thought process. It becomes a reaction. It becomes a habit. It becomes who we are. And when that, when that happens, we start to change the world. Habits, when they become who we are, when we become those habits, that's when life changes. I want to leave you with this thought. 
it is this. Lord, may we be authentic and live with integrity so that the things we're talking about today are not things that we have to continually think about, but just things that we do. So that life that we desire will become simply a reflection of who we are. My friends, I would invite you. Could you pray with me? Lord, we are thankful today that we might share time together, that we might, that we might look at a way that we could become more like you. And Lord, don't, don't, don't allow us to make it so difficult. Allow us, allow us to trust in you, your spirit to move in us and take those next steps. That our life, that our life truly would be more like you. We ask that blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.